Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday. Hard to believe it's Friday already. This week has flown by and it is January 21st and we have an official snow day. I'm telling you, brother Caleb is here and uh, I am here, but it took everything in our power to get here. Uh, snowmobiles, we had uh, four-wheelers, uh, we even had to call in the, uh, the, the dog sled, you know, to, to get us here. It, it was tough, but we made it here uh, on this snow day, uh, which if you're uh, not in Roanoke Rapids, I do want to clarify, there's not very much snow, there's a dusting, uh, but it rained yesterday and started freezing and there was some snow last night. Uh, but it's pretty, and we're supposed to get some more this afternoon, this evening, so we'll see. Uh, but I hope you enjoy this weather, and this is a reminder. Remember in July and August when we were dying with heat, we said, oh boy, I can't wait till the winter time. Well, winter's here. It is official, and I hope you're having a great day. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, uh, those listening on the podcast and those on our radio app. Thank you for joining us today. And then our Facebook listeners and watchers, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you're having a good day. And uh, for most of us, our schedules were probably the same other than the, the school children. They are all the schools in our area were uh, canceled today. But uh, I hope you're having a good day watching on Facebook, watching on YouTube. We welcome you. And we are looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Now, last night's snowstorm uh, gives me great hope that if we have another snowstorm tonight like we had last night, we're going to have no problem at all having church on Sunday. Uh, right now, the, the parking lot, the sidewalks, everything is just perfectly clear. Roads are clear. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight, but we're looking forward to a great day Sunday. We need to have a good day Sunday because last Sunday uh, was a very unusual day with all of that rain and ice, and it was crazy last Sunday. And uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back in church uh, with our church family and uh, people that, that have been sick are now uh, better. They'll be back, and we've had people out of town and all that stuff. But I'm looking forward to a great day on Sunday, and I hope you don't miss it. And uh, we'll keep you posted there. Uh, I do want to ask you to be in prayer for our church, pray for our school, uh, pray for our mi ministries, pray for our missionaries. And then I also want to say uh, today, happy birthday to Jonathan Benthal and happy birthday to Tommy Francis. I hope you have a great day today. And then uh, tomorrow, uh, happy birthday, Saturday, to Leah Basinger, uh, Howard Fields, Bobby Jones, and Haley Roberts. Hope you have a great birthday tomorrow and then happy anniversary tomorrow to Thomas and Renee Saunders. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, I was just talking to somebody, I know who it was, I was talking to somebody the other day and, uh, at a, a place of business and uh, we were talking about Roanoke Rapids. And I told the business owner, I told him about, uh, you know, my wife and I and our family have been here for eight years and I made the statement that we had moved here from California. 
And uh, he asked me, he said, well, how do you like it here? I said, we love it. The Lord's been so good. I said, now, to be fair, I said, when we came, I said, it was a little scary because we didn't know anybody. Uh, but the first person that I talked to about us coming to visit was uh, Howard Fields. Uh, he was the chairman of the pulpit committee. He was the chairman of our deacon board. And uh, he has since, he has resigned just with his health. Now, he's still in church, and uh, he's still a faithful man, and I thank the Lord for him. But uh, he is a blessing. And so if you see him, uh, his birthday's tomorrow. And then uh, i got to tell a quick story about Bobby Jones. Uh, Bobby Jones, if you know Bobby Jones, he is one of a kind. Uh, but uh, he's got some little things he'll say uh, that uh, get you going, get you fired up. Whenever something good happens, I'll usually say amen or, or praise the Lord or that's right. Well, he likes to say glory, just about like that, glory. And so if you see Bobby, you can tell him, say, happy birthday, brother Bobby, glory. And uh, he is a blessing. But I hope you're having a good day. I hope that uh, God will give you a wonderful day today and a good day tomorrow. And we're looking forward to Sunday. Let's hear a song. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about heaven. Um, I've been thinking about, of course, last January, we had a lot of folks in our church that passed away, uh, some with cancer, uh, some uh, with uh, uh, just, just out of the blue, just some things happened. We had some with COVID. Uh, we had a lot of folks that went to heaven uh, in January. My wife's mother in 2010, it was in January uh, that she went to heaven. I have a, uh, a grandmother uh, that passed away in January. I have another grandmother passed away on Christmas Day night uh, in 2009. I guess it's been that long, but, but this time of year. But I hope you don't lose sight of heaven, and, and we're just pilgrims. We're just strangers. We're just passing through. Don't get too comfortable down here. But this song talks about heaven and what a wonderful day it's going to be when he carries me away. I hope you'll enjoy this song. I'll lay down all my 
cares and sorrow and I'll carry them no more when he carries me going to happen one of these days, could be today, that that trumpet sounds. And uh, I, I obviously I have the advantage uh, as a pastor because I, I uh, spend a lot of time with people uh, who've lost loved ones, but it never gets old to me to read the passages of Scripture like Psalm 23. Um, uh, I, uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Uh, John 14, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Uh, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also. I love those promises. And then at the graveside, I always share either 1 Thessalonians 4, or 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Thessalonians 4 is the passage I use the most. That's the passage that says, The Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I am so thankful for the promise that we have and the assurance that we have of heaven. I'm glad Jesus didn't mention it just once. And we're thinking, is that really what He said? I'm glad he said it over and over and over and over and over again and reassured us that as Christians, we have eternity in a place called heaven uh, uh, to escape the judgment and the flames and the fires of hell and to have eternity in heaven uh, with the, the, the uh, loved ones that have gone on before where there's no more sickness, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more death. And I thank the Lord for that. Praise God. Let's look at Proverbs 29. And uh, we have looked at a few words already. We looked at the word uh, reproof. Uh, he that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. Then we saw in Proverbs 29, we saw the word rejoice. The righteous doth sing and rejoice. And I hope you're rejoicing. I hope you're singing, by the way. I hope you love these songs. 
uh, we play these songs and uh, I hope uh, one of these songs will just get with you and you'll carry it throughout the day and hum it or whistle it or whatever, look it up and, 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 and put it on repeat or whatever you have to do or just keep WVFV on, you know, and you get to hear all these songs all day. But here's the word today. It's the word rod, R-O-D. Verse number 15 of Proverbs 29, the Bible says, the rod and reproof give wisdom. But a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Uh, I, can I tell you, the Bible is very clear that it is the responsibility of parents to discipline and to correct and to guide and to instruct a child. We have to. A child that is left to himself. Oh, that's disaster. That is a nightmare. The Bible says a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. It's not going to work out. If you just let your children go, you let your children do whatever they want to do, it is not going to have a happy ending. I promise you that. Children need to be guided. The Bible says in I think it's Psalm 127, I think it is, where it says that the children are like arrows in the hand of a hunter. Uh, with a man with a bow who's got those arrows. And, and what do you do with a bow? Well, you put those arrows in the bow and you direct them, you point them, you guide them uh, before you let them go. You don't let them go and then try to catch up to it and, and, and fix it later. No, you've got to do so much instruction, so much guiding while they are young. I believe we are seeing in our country the result of parents not teaching, training, and disciplining their children. You see children now that have no respect for uh, the law. They have no respect for a teacher. They have no respect for a coach, no respect for a police officer, uh, no respect for a boss at work. Can I tell you, that's the result of parents not teaching and not disciplining the child when they were young. Uh, we have a generation now that want to do whatever they want to do and want to do their own thing. Friend, that is not the way it should be. As parents, we must teach them. Now, some people will take verse 15 and it says, oh yeah, you know, well, God's just talking about beating your children. Are, are you kidding me? Are you that ignorant? Have you not read any more of the Bible? Oh no, parents are to bring up their children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. That word nurture means to love and to care. Uh, the Bible says that uh, a mother uh, cherisheth her children. The Bible says in Ephesians, fathers provoke not your children to wrath. No, we're not talking about child abuse. We're not talking about foolishness like that. And by the way, don't take the Bible as a license to say, well, the Bible says this. Um, you, that's a serious case of the stupids. That's probably about the best way I know how to put that. But can I tell you, there ought to be a parent who has a love and, and a desire to see that child grow up to succeed in life and to succeed in the eyes of God. I am thankful that I had a dad and a mom that loved me enough to punish me. They loved me enough to discipline me. They loved me too much than to just let me have my way. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for that instruction. I'm thankful for uh, that upbringing that I had. Parents, you've got to work at it. You can't fly off the handle. You can't lose your temper. Uh, you can't just uh, discipline on the fly. There must be a time that is devoted to teaching uh, and loving and instructing and, and, and modeling and, and showing your children uh, how to do it, not just telling them. Children cannot be left to themselves. Children cannot just figure it out. They have to be taught. 
what is right and what is wrong. Here's what happens when children are left to themselves. Many times they get involved with drugs. Can I tell you, that is not what you want for your child. And if you have a child right now that's involved in drugs, I'm not saying that to hurt you, but you know. You could probably share this lesson better than I could because you would want to say, don't do it. Don't, don't allow the children to go down that road. Now, some children are going to make that choice for themselves. No doubt about it. Some children, you can do everything you possibly can, and they're still going to go their own way. They're going to answer to God for that. But I hope it would never be because as parents, we didn't teach and we didn't warn and we didn't guide. Uh, uh, teach your children and direct them in the way of the Lord uh, as, so that they don't go the way of drugs and they don't go the way of alcohol. So they don't go the way of immoral behavior. I'm telling you, we have, I, I see parents that are just letting their children do whatever they want to do in relationships with the opposite gender. Friend, you've got to have some guidelines. There's got to be some barriers. We see children now who have no respect for property and they'll vandalize and they'll destroy property and the riots that have gone on in our country and the vandalism. Uh, we see children who want everything uh, handed to them on a silver platter. Uh, we want everything free. We don't want to pay for anything. Uh, we want the government to do it. We want somebody else to do it. Uh, children need to learn how to work and pay their bills and have responsibility. Uh, we want to live without God. Here's, here's what I see in many young people. We want to live without God. We want to do our own thing. But then we want to blame God for everything bad that happens in our life. You can't have it both ways, friend. You can't reject God and run away from God. And then when things don't turn out, you blame God. Are you kidding me? We need uh, some parents that will have the rod and reproof that will give wisdom. The Bible says, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother shame. You can't leave your children to themselves. And then verse 17, correct thy son and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give delight unto thy soul. Maybe there's some young people that are listening today. You're out of school and maybe you've got the radio on or you got Facebook on or whatever. Can I tell you, if you have a parent that loves you enough to correct you, you ought to thank God for them. And you ought to follow them. You ought to obey them. You ought to submit to them so that you don't bring them to shame, but so you can give delight to their soul. Children need to be taught. Children need to be instructed. Uh, Bible principles, uh, how to work. Children need character. Children need to learn how to win and how to lose, uh, how to control their temper. Uh, young men need to be taught how to be, be young men and young ladies, young ladies. Uh, we need to teach our children and not just let the TV do the teaching. Uh, we need to teach our children how to select the right kind of friends and how to be the right kind of friends. We need to teach our children uh, what to say and what not to say and how to say it. We ought to teach our children about finishing what they start. And children need to learn about responsibility. Children need to learn how to say please and thank you and yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, and no, sir, and no, ma'am. Children need to learn uh, those things. Children need to learn the importance of church. Children need to learn that church is not optional. Church is not just something we do if we have nothing else going on. Church is what we do, and then everything else we fill in around that. Children need to learn the importance of Bible reading and prayer and giving and witnessing and singing and serving God. And the list goes on and on and on. But as parents, we have the responsibility. The rod and reproof give wisdom. But a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. I hope it's a help to you. You say, my, parent, uh, my, my children are already grown and all that. Well, then you know what? Uh, maybe you could encourage a younger parent. Say, hey, here's some things that work for me. Here's some things that we did. Here's what I learned from the Bible. Uh, and for those of us that have children, I hope we'll do it 
God's way. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.